Welcome to the True Wealth Investors Podcast, a show all about real estate investing to help increase your income, lifestyle, and impact. Hello, I am Chad Harris, your host for today's episode. And one thing I struggle with is asking other people for help. I don't know if that's my independent nature or just American upbringing, I'm not sure, but I struggle with doing it, even though I know we're part of a community and we want to naturally help each other. So today I am going to do what's difficult and ask for your help. If you enjoy this podcast, benefit from the interviews and information, I'm asking you to please give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. That helps other people find us And it's a great way to serve others, knowing that they'll be able to find us, get some more information to help them accomplish what they want. Topic for today, I'm going to uh, share my top real estate books. Uh, It seems like all the time people are asking me, what books should I read? What books do you recommend? And so these are my top five real estate books. And uh, we've got a few honorable mentions as well. All right, so we're going to run through them real quick. Number one, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And I know a whole bunch of you just rolled your eyes. You're like, ah, everybody says Rich Dad, Poor Dad. But there's a reason. Um, it, It truly is a great book for presenting the benefits of real estate at a very high level. So a big overview of why real estate is good. Will it teach you how to analyze deals? No. Will it teach you how to market or manage? No. It's just a great book for looking at the benefits of real estate and how to manage your business. Business being just a big term for your financial affairs. So highly recommend that book. Great starter book. Along with that, a couple of his other early books were really good too. So the first one of his that I read was Cashflow Quadrant. I actually somehow stumbled upon an audio book version of that uh, with a street vendor in Nairobi before coming back to the States. And man, that book did a great job of explaining how self-employed, Um, is so different from being a business owner. And I had never fully understood the distinction or the difference. And so I use that in ministry even um, to try to structure the ministry so that it could function without me being there. And I still use those concepts today with my business so that it functions whether I'm there or not. And another good one I really liked was his that was called uh, Retire Young, Retire Rich. And one of the key takeaways from that book for me was there were, you know, it was a good story. It's his story. Um, But one of the key takeaways was that he kind of defined levels of achievement financially to where initially you needed he needed to define what was secure or security where he wasn't worried about money. And then the next level was comfortable. What did it look like to be financially comfortable? And then the next level was rich. And when I read that, I was just starting off in my business and I was really after security. I didn't know how I could pay bills, um, really didn't, you know, month to month was a struggle. 
And so I really liked that way of categorizing, you know, what exactly do I need to focus on to feel financially secure? And then beyond that, what do I specifically need to focus on to be financially comfortable or financially rich? So it was a good way to kind of give me short things, short goals to work on instead of just the big goals that everybody has, you know, 10,000 a month or whatever those big numbers are. It's good to break it down into short term things. So I recommend all those books. Another really good one. Shout out to Mike Butler in Louisville. His book, Landlording on Autopilot. Awesome book on it's kind of his story about how he built his business and then how to manage rentals. So he managed big chunk of rentals while he still had a full-time job. And I really liked that book. I thought it was super practical, step-by-step how to manage properties and how to set up a business. So you can see a lot of things in my business really reflect his concepts in the book and from his courses. So, you know, his website even is Vista KY for Kentucky. And mine is Arrival OH for Ohio. Um, I wasn't trying to reinvent the wheel. I was just trying to follow a system that worked. And it was a, a very practical book for laying out how to run a rental business or property management company. And I really did just follow it in the early years um, instead of truly building my own. And it was a great way to kind of jumpstart the business and learn a lot of things quickly. So another one that I liked early on is by Frank Gallinelli. It's called uh, What Every Real Estate Investor Needs to Know About Cash Flow. And this book is just really good at looking at financial formulas related to real estate so that you can know the numbers. It's not story related. It's not, I wouldn't say it's like a enthralling read or anything like that, but it does a good job of breaking down how to run the numbers for real estate and a whole bunch of calculations you can use. So there are some in there that I don't ever use, but a lot of them I still use to this day constantly years later. You know, key figures that I think I've talked about on here before, but you know, GOI, gross operating income, NOI, net operating income, cash flow, cap rate, all these phrases or terms that uh, people throw around and we use to compare deals. So is a single family home, is it going to give better cash flow than a double or a cap rate? Why are cap rates so low on an apartment compared to a single family home? So all of those things, what does a cap rate mean if you can, if the cap rate goes down, what does that mean to the value of the property? Um, all of that's in those figures. So if you're struggling with how to compare deals and how to really run the numbers, that's a great book uh, to explain that really in a easy to understand format. So another one that I loved, I, I just started reading it again recently, about my third time through is called My Life and a Thousand Houses by Mitch Steven. And this book was given to me by another investor friend in the area. And it's pretty much 
you know, the first half of the book is just his story, his life story, his upbringing, how he got into real estate. And I love stories. And, you know, it's easy to relate to because it's just his story, autobiographical. It's not overly glamorous. It's just the true story of how he got into real estate and what it was like and his struggles. And I think anybody who's been in it or is going through it, you can relate to that because there are headaches. It is it is a struggle sometimes with rewards. That's why we put up with it. So I love the book. I love the stories. And uh, the second half of the book is just kind of crazy stories from his years in real estate. And the last time I brought this book up with my family, it initiated a discussion of some of the crazy stories uh, just in my seven years or so. And it was funny even just seeing the kids' faces on some of the stories that they they had forgotten or uh, didn't ever hear it really in the first place. So it is a fun adventure, the real estate game, and uh, it's great reading his stories and enjoying them. One that I really liked, so he has a lot of innovative ways. He just seems like a hard-charging personality that will do whatever it takes to accomplish his goals. And one that I really enjoyed was he was trying to find the owner of a house that he wanted to buy. And he couldn't find the owner. He'd sent letters. He'd done skip tracing. He tried to contact him all these different ways, could never find the owner. And Instead of just giving up and letting the house go, his solution was he put a big for sale sign in the front yard to sell a house that he didn't own. And very quickly after that, he got a call from the owner complaining about why did you put the for sale sign in the yard? And so he got in touch with the owner. And I don't necessarily agree with all his techniques or tactics, but it is a really enjoyable eye-opening read. So I highly recommend that one. Um, Very good. And then another one that I really like, still think about, still reference, is The One Thing uh, by Carrie Keller. It's very good. You know, one of the struggles I had with building a business was that my, you have to wear so many hats in a real estate business. You have to be finding deals, you have to be finding funding, you have to be managing properties, you have to be managing contractors, and there's all of these things involved. It's almost like juggling. And that book does a good job of working to clarify what is the one thing at that moment that will get you farther. Because at some point, you know, early on, I really needed financing and needed to raise money. And that was my one thing. And then later that changed, you know, and as your business changes, the one thing that you need changes. So a couple of key concepts I really took from that one. One was the domino theory where um, that one thing that you really need to tackle and overcome will actually knock down many others. So it's beneficial to focus on one thing and not feel like you have to juggle 10 at a time. I, I still think about that concept Another one was balance. And as an entrepreneur, I've always struggled with work and family life balance. And just me personally, I am not a very even keeled type of person that has this like fine middle line of balance. I'm very up and down and I struggle with 
having the extreme highs where I'm um, super excited and passionate and working like crazy. And then I'll drop off and be real low where I struggle with motivation. And I always thought that was kind of a weakness. Um, but I, I like that in his book, he talks about that work-life balance should be an average. There will be seasons where you work a lot. There'll be seasons you spend a lot of time with family. There'll be seasons you're passionate, seasons you struggle, and that's okay. And I had never heard that description before, and it kind of affirmed what I had been feeling. So I do work very hard some seasons in my business, and other seasons I don't. I take a lot of vacation time with the kids. I spend a lot of time on my hobbies, and that's okay. So those books, I highly recommend them. I have just barely skimmed the surface on what I've told you. There is a bunch of great information and inspiration in those books. And then I've got a few more quick honorable mentions. Uh, three more. Number one, 10X Rule, Grant Cardone. Awesome book for dreaming big and fighting like crazy to accomplish your goals. Grant Cardone is, is amazing. Another one, Pitch Anything by Oren Claff. That guy is a crazy, uh, really good salesman. And he it's his inspiring story of kind of how he came to his technique and its sales through service. And I was inspired by the story, loved the concept, and really um, use a lot of those concepts today. And another really inspiring one is called Grit by Angela Duckworth. Great book. Tries to break down um, predictive factors in success. And I think the origin was um, people going to uh, boot camp. What made them successful or how could you predict the people entering boot camp, which ones would finish? And... Um, it was very interesting what leads to success. And a lot of it isn't knowledge, isn't intelligence. It's just the um, will to succeed, that you keep fighting and keep working and put in the hours and put in the time. And I guarantee you, you'll feel inspired after you read that book because there's nothing at all related to success that we're born into. It's all a matter of our heart and our determination and the choices that we're willing to make. So I hope these books help you um, go out, read them. You're going to have to do two things. You're going to have to go read them first, but then additionally, you're going to have to go apply them. So I know the information in them will inspire you and help them get to where you want to be. And until next week and next episode, keep building your dream life one door at a time. Thanks for listening to the True Wealth Investors podcast. Visit us at truewealthinvestors.com to find archived episodes with show notes and links mentioned in each episode. Be sure to click the subscribe button today and leave us a quick review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to share how the show is helping you along your real estate investing journey.